Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Nikki Starr, and today we're going to be talking about love in action. What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, a.k.a. The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. So this is going to be a juicy episode because I feel like love is this like ideal thing for a lot of people. That's like a philosophy almost, but you got to take action towards it. And then this is going to be the actionable steps. And so I got Dr. Nikki Starr here today to talk to us. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. So where did this whole idea of love in action come from? Well, it started in, in Los Angeles in 2015. I was with a friend, Leia Santa Cruz, and we were deciding to create a workshop together. And I'm very much agape love. I'm all about human connection. Doesn't matter if it's man, man, woman, woman, or man and woman. And she was just starting to date a guy. And she really wanted to go through a bunch of juicy experiences to bring her into deeper connection with this new guy who's now her fiance. So it worked, mm. whatever we did. <laughs> and I continue to host Adventures in Intimacy here in Los Angeles, and she hosts it in in um, Bali and that part of the world because that's where she lives now. But I've continued this act of sharing about love through a series of posts that I've written, which I'll be publishing soon about love in action. Because as you said, love is kind of this, it's this liquidy thing. It's this substance that we can't really put our finger on and describe it perfectly, but it's all, something we've all felt. And it's something we all want to cultivate more of in our lives. And we can do that with people we're in love with and also with strangers that we're just meeting. Mm -hmm. So true. So let's talk about a few ways to put action on this, I guess, if, to connect people more with the love that they want or to live life more from their heart. Like, what are some yeah. action steps? Beautiful. So the first thing is full presence, our undivided attention, especially now in such a busy world where there's cell phones and iPads and computer screens everywhere. If you walk into a restaurant, most of the time you see a bigger percent of the population on their phones. And this creates a disconnect in connection. Mm -hmm. So for a tip, like, so how to put it in action right now is whenever you are going out to dinner with someone, especially if you care about them, and I assume you are, if you're going to dinner with them, Put your phone away, put it on silence, put it on airplane mode and give your undivided attention to this person. So that's kind of like the first step. If you want to go deeper in presence and connection, another great tip is to choose to look into the left eye of the other person. So the left eye is the Their eye. left eye or your left <laughs> So you're looking with, so you're not telling them what you're doing. You could well, say to someone. But is it like, are you looking at their right, their left eye, which is well, on, their left eye. So their left eye. Right, which is on. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they only have one left eye. So you're looking into their left eye. <laughs> gotcha. Just clear. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you're looking into their left eye, which is on your right side. Mm -hmm. Right. And then. If you just start to look into their left eye, because we're social mammals, they may start to follow too. But even if they don't, that's okay. And the idea is it becomes a one point of focus. So your full attention is on them. Because also, even if we give someone our full attention by shutting our phones off, we may start to get distracted by the sounds in the restaurant, what's around us, and even look away as we're talking. But for someone to really feel our full presence, 
eye gazing is the perfect way to do that. And even most couples don't really take the time to look into each other's eyes. So this is a really powerful way to do that. If you are close with someone and you feel comfortable and maybe they're your beloved or your partner or they're your best friend, you could say, hey, let's try this experiment. And you can set a timer for three minutes and look into each other's left eye. So you would point to your left eye. They would point to their left eye. When it's clear which is the left eye, you both choose to focus there. And it's really incredible what starts to happen where you might start to laugh. You might start to cry. It's a, it's actually, it becomes an energy practice where people really exchange heart to heart. And that's one of my favorite things to do to quickly and deeply connect with someone on a heart level. Another great tip for love in action is hugs, right? As humans, we were made to hug because we have these really long arms that easily <laughs> wrap around a body and our arms and our hands are just an extension of our heart. So when we take the time to hug another person for more than a minute, studies show that our brain releases chemicals that are antidepressive, that are the happy chemicals. And these are chemicals like dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin. You may have already heard about these. And these are the chemicals that antidepressants and even drugs, recreation, like, you know, drugs in general, people are looking for this kind of high. Well, you can actually do that just by hugging someone for two to three minutes. And you really kind of get settled and cozy and relaxed into this space. And you will feel a shift in consciousness because your brain will release all of these juicy feel-good hormones. Right. So that's one of my other really favorite ways. Another tip for love and action is also connected to touch. So for example, if you met someone and you just started giving them a shoulder up. That could be weird. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing, right? So <laughs> this one is a little bit, you have to ask permission first. But when we give and receive touch, we also, connect, just like with the hugs, we also release these feel-good chemicals in the brain. And so, so much of connection is actually created by touch because oxytocin is released when we touch. And that's the bonding hormone. That's the mm -hmm. hormone of trust. And as a medical doctor, you know, I went to medical school and, and really we've prescribed so many people antidepressants. And what I find is people are depressed because there's less and less human connection happening in the world. Mm, and just yeah. like we have our meditation practices and our eating, our healthy eating habits, I personally feel part of self care is giving and receiving touch. So let's mm. say if you don't have you know, if you were to pull people and go out in the street and ask people, when was the last time you received a really good hug? You may find that people have gone more than a week. Maybe even they might say months without a really good hug. Wow. The kind of hug that really softens your body and where you really felt held, supported, and seen. I can guarantee you that even now there's all these professional cuddling services that are coming out. <laughs> yeah. And serious, yeah. it's, it's really it, uh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> So that's something I always like to share about because these are free, this is free medicine, hugs, free medicine. And so whether it's a colleague, whether it's a housemate you live with, whether it's your partner, your family, your parents, taking that time to hug really makes a difference. You know, I was once on a Fox reality show called Utopia, 
and they hashtagged me Dr. Love because I said my utopia is all about love. And they were it's like, well, it's like we're really close and affectionate. We create a friendship and a bond and even become like a family and hugs are normal and we even cuddle if we feel like we need support. And they thought it was crazy. But the best thing is by the end of the show, time when the show is, it ended up being canceled, but we were all hugging. It was mm. like at the end of a great talk, we we're like, okay, let's hug now. It was really <laughs> contagious, it. actually. It's it a is. beautiful yeah. thing that's really contagious. Mm, that's incredible. And I, mm -hmm. I love that you, you know, have broken down the science behind it. And it's not just like, oh, I want to hug. It's understanding why and chemically what's going on that builds trust and connection. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, just, and I know that people really liked things to be explained, like why this? And I realized for the eye gazing, I was starting to explain it. The la the reason why you look into the left eye is because the left eye is, can is on the same side as the heart side. So it's the side that is more res receptive and it is the side that's more connected to the heart. The left side of the body is also considered the more feminine side, which is the more receptive receptive side. And when I say feminine, you know, all people have feminine and masculine qualities. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. And these are, and we really access that part of ourselves, that softer side when we choose to focus on the left eye. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's a really important exercise to do for people that maybe you're getting to know somebody or you are dating them or whatever, literally eye gazing as weird as it sounds. And if they're open to it, like you'll experience this amazing connection with them Exactly, uh, because it's, you know, the eyes are window, the window to the soul. But could you explain for me chemically what's happening? Because I, I know, understand it from an energetic sense, because I do a lot with energy work, but like what is happening chemically in the body when you're staring into somebody's eye? Well, the interesting thing that people have reported in, uh, it, it's similar to, so I believe this is my experience. I, mean, I don't actually have gone and like measured it, but based on my mm -hmm. experience from doing it and what I know physiologically in the body is when you start to eye gaze, you build that trust and all of, you know, there might be some fear. There might be things that come up to be released, but once they do, this energetic connection happens first. And then that mm. energetic connection that creates a sense of connection I believe that also the dopamine and the serotonin and all of that is being released because people report that the pupils dilate when it's, yeah. when it's happening. So you see a physiologic change and generally when the pupils dilate, it's because just like when you are high, for example, if you were to take um, any kind of substance, your pupils mm. dilate and that's because of the chemicals that are released in the brain. So all of right. any kind of connection is going to physiologically create some kind of rush or release in the body that is healing and full of love. But then you don't have those side effects that medications or drugs cause because there's a lot of risks mm -hmm. associated with both prescription medication and drugs, including heart right. attacks, et cetera. But this is naturally regulated by your body, so it would only have healing effects. That's absolutely wonderful. And I know that you could talk about this for probably hours. <laughs> so where can people dive in deeper and like learn more about what you're doing and kind of the work that you do and yeah. the medicine you give? 
Thank you. I would love to share. And so you can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Nikki Starr, D-R-N-I-K-K-I-S-T-A-R-R. And you can also find more about me on my website at drnikkistar.com. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much, Nikki, for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Of course. For everybody listening, go check her stuff out. And as always, put some heart into everything that you do today. Okay.